Hi everyone, welcome to the second episode of our new podcast From Dusk Till F1. My name is Romain and I am joined by my co-host Henry. Henry and I started this podcast together because of our shared passion for anything Formula One. Our passion for F1 actually started 30 years ago, when we were just kids. We have attended several Grand Prix and winter testings together, and we were sometimes fortunate to talk to pilots and team principals to get their point of views on several topics. Growing from this experience, we decided to share our passion and thoughts with other F1 fans and we hope that you will follow along. In this second episode, we will talk about the 2022 engine manufacturer lineup. Without further ado, please welcome my good friend and co-host Henry. Thank you, Romain. Pleasure to be here. Nice to have you with me, Henri. So the big news that we learned a few days ago is Honda announcing that they're leaving Formula One, at least in the state they're currently in, as an engine manufacturer for both Red Bull and AlphaTauri. Question is, when are they leaving? They announced they're leaving in 2022. They'll be committed to Formula One in 2021. Do you think that Honda will be fully leaving Formula One by 2022 or will they remain involved? That's, I think, the big question that's on everyone's lips. First of all, what uh, sad news for Formula One that Honda is leaving. I mean, that's going to create a huge mess. There's not many uh, engine manufacturers in Formula One at the moment. This is, uh, this is a horrible news, really. What will they do exactly? They're leaving Formula One, they said, in 2022. They're pretending they will not be coming back anytime soon. Who will replace Honda? I mean, what engine will Red Bull have next year? On that point, Christian Horner said they have several options on the table. He said that, you know, obviously they will evaluate all options, but the most likely ones, I think, are the following. So the first one is obviously ask for one of the current engine manufacturer, manufacturers sorry, to, uh, to give them engines. Option two would be to remain with Honda, which Honda already confirmed is not going to happen. And option three would be to somehow develop their own engine. So either start fresh, build their own plant, or have Honda uh, give them the base and develop from there. Obviously, that last option seems a bit unlikely, even though it's possible. But let's talk about Renault or, or Mercedes providing Red Bull and AlphaTauri with engines. Yeah, I mean, f first of all, the really interesting part of Christian Horner talking to the press the other day is that he's a really smart bloke because he's keeping his options open. He's not denying anything. He says maybe we'll, we'll try to buy the Honda Power plant. Maybe we'll go back with Renault. I mean, I think that's a very... The most interesting part of the interview he, he made the other day, the official interview, is because he said, I'm ready to uh, to call back Abit Bull, which is the team principal of Renault. That's a big, big, big news. I mean, from last year, yes, it uh, is. you remember seeing the episode of uh, Drive to Survive, and um, that was probably the best episode, by the way, ever of Drive to Survive. I mean, Abit Bull and, and Christian Horner, uh, just they can't stand each other anymore. And, and now all of a sudden, they're, they're ready to be friends and sign a, a new contract for an engine in the future. So like you said... Um, yeah, that's, that's the politics side of Formula One, I would say. Definitely, uh, Red Bull would try not to go to Renault. They haven't to true. date asked... Renault for an engine, I think they have a deadline in the F1 regulation yeah. by which they have to go and ask Renault to provide them with an engine. Renault has the capacity, it's been confirmed by Abit Bull, he said if they ask us, we'll provide them with an engine. So no hard feelings, I guess they're not best friends, but no hard feelings. Yeah, no hard feelings because obviously Abit Bull is also the smart one out there. He's, uh, he knows that uh, regulations, they're obliged to give them an engine if they're asked by the FIA, which, is, which could happen. I mean, once again, if you look at Mercedes, they have their 
currently, well, next year they will be powering four teams. Renault obviously has no other teams. They're only powering themselves. And Ferrari, well, Ferrari would be an option. And interestingly enough, uh, Binotto, the team principal of Ferrari, said he's open to the idea of maybe powering Red Bull. So that's also a, a new option, I think. Why is Honda leaving? Uh, because we know they're leaving. We know when they're leaving. The question is why they're leaving. And so interesting perspectives uh, that we could pick up from uh, Abitbull. Abitbull said very clearly that as far as Renault is concerned, there is not enough return on investment as being solely an engine manufacturer in Formula One. You have to be a works team, you know, from a marketing perspective, from a return on investment perspective. Uh, just providing engines is costly and does not necessarily return enough investment on that. For Toto, it's exactly the same perspective, essentially. Toto said, you know, that Mercedes is generating incredible uh, marketing revenue from being a works team. And that's exactly why they purchased a team, I believe, in 2011, if I'm not mistaken. And for Mattia, he wasn't very clear on his position on that. But uh, he said, essentially, Ferrari has always been a works team in Formula One. They've provided engines, but... Uh, you know, he seemed to say that it's something they figured out in the 50s. So not in <laughs> not recently. <laughs> right. So Mattia was that was his position. So, you know, we, we could argue on why they're leaving. Honda is saying that they want to commit to carbon neutral by 2050, I believe. And uh, an interesting point, of, you know, I'd be happy to have your opinion on uh, is Formula One committed to be carbon neutral by 2030, which is 20 years earlier. <laughs> Uh, than Honda. Very good point. Very good point. That's clearly, in my opinion, that shows you that, that Honda is trying to find excuses. I mean, uh, that is not the real reason they're, they're living Formula One, not because of electric engines and uh, things like that. But we don't really know the, the real reason. They're, they will be here next year in 2021. They're developing a new engine that proves that they want to win. And, and I think that's... Uh, yeah, that's pretty clear. I think Christian even sort of alluded to the fact that he wants to beat Mercedes next year. So let's, let's see if that happens or if it's even a, a possibility, but at least that's their aim. Yeah, true. And, and maybe that gives us also a pointer about what's going to happen in the future. Is Honda spending all this money and developing a new engine just for one year to be world champion and then leave Formula One? Or Red Bull would come up with their own uh, solution of an engine and just buy the factory in, in Japan. That, that could definitely happen. Yeah, if you remember what happened in the past, I recall they were using a Renault engine, which they rebadged Tag Heuer, and they tuned that engine a little bit. Honda could be happy to provide an engine without putting their name out there to Red Bull that they would call, I don't know. They could come back to the Tiger engine again, because that's what they did a few years ago. They renamed the Renault engine and called Tiger, which is a Swiss company, as everybody knows. And that really worked out at the end and prevented the Renault to have all the problems with, with Red Bull. So it's definitely an option. They could rebrand the engine, but it's going to cost a lot of money to do that. So is Red Bull winning to spend that much money? They do have all the funds. They, I don't think it's an issue for them. They really want to win. They want to be world champion again. What options do they have coming back to Renault? Maybe a risky, risky situation. Ferrari, we don't know how good their engine will be next uh, year, 2022. The good news for them is that they have a lot of, they have a little bit of time to think about what's their option, what they should be doing. Yeah, so some, some people even say that they may have already an option for next year, 
but uh, I think they will stick with Honda. I mean, with all the progress they've made, for sure, they'll yeah. be with Honda in 2021. Dr. El- Elmut Marco definitely will be looking at options. Uh, he knows for quite a while. So, so we got conflicting information on that one. Christian says they were informed a few days ago, which I don't really believe. I don't I don't uh, believe a second that, not. you know, Red Bull didn't know about Honda leaving for only a few days. That's probably they've known that for months. Uh, so, so they've been preparing. We can safely say that. So Renault, we sort of, you know, know what's the situation there now. What about Mercedes? So Toto said, no way. No way we're not going to give engines to Red Bull. We've already got four teams we're giving engines to, or selling engines to, rather. Uh, but uh, again, is that is, is that reality? Is yeah, that an to- excuse? But Because they may be a bit worried about Red Bull, right? They, they do good chassis, Red Bull. No, true. And, and if you come back to, to the situation a few years ago when uh, Red Bull had these problems with Renault, they went to Mercedes and they asked them, uh, can you guys give us an engine? And Niki Lauda said, yes, we will. We will help you. And then it went to the board of Mercedes and obviously Toto Wolff, being a, a smart entrepreneur, he said no. This is not going to work. We can't give you an engine because after it's going to be very complicated for us to to, to beat uh, Red Bull. So we can't give an engine to, to Red Bull. And uh, like you said, Romain, he mentioned they will not. But uh, we don't really know because fact is he used the excuse of they have four manufacturers at the moment. Four, four teams, I mean which is, of course, uh, Mercedes. Then they have Aston Martin for next year. And then they have uh, Williams. So that's four teams. But uh, if they want to be more competitive, maybe they should quit the deal they have with uh, with Williams, you know? And why not? Pouring Red Bull would be would make it very... Um, would make it fascinating, I think. Red Bull, I think we've sort of gone around the possibility they have. One point that was mentioned, too, is Alfa Tori. Christian was very clear and uh, Alfa Tauri's team principal also in the fact that, you know, there's no way they will have different engines in 2022. They said, you know, they're sister teams, they'll have the same engine. But is it a possibility that Red Bull may have a different engine than Alfa Tauri? So this is question number one. Uh, and question number two, could we see Alfa Tauri with a different engine by 2021, just like they did with Honda? You may recall that Alfa yes, Tauri... Uh, got the Honda engine a year earlier than Red Bull just to make sure that you know that engine was worth moving to Red Bull could they do the same approach use Alpha Tori in 2021 to try a new engine and maybe fit it to Red Bull in 2022 yeah once again very good question Romain because um, also if you look at the history Alpha Tori at some point they were uh, Toro Rosso they were powered by Ferrari so obviously and Red Bull wasn't so this clearly shows that in the past, they twice in their history, they went with completely different engine than, than Red Bull. Now, interestingly enough, they're saying that they want the same engine because obviously it's going to make things much easier for them and, and because of the cost regulation that are starting next uh, year. Of course, it makes more sense for them to have the same engine, but but let's face it, if, if Mercedes ditches William and Mercedes comes with uh, with Red Bull, AlphaTauri will have to get another engine because there's no way they will get the Mercedes engine. So this could make things interesting, but I don't think uh, it will happen. I think AlphaTauri will will have to stick uh, with another engine and, and Renault would, would make sense to them. I think uh, they had the history with them in the past. They had pretty good results. And, and what else could they do, really? Ferrari, maybe? Yeah, Ferrari, I would be surprised. Red Bull is a, is a customer team. They're very demanding. And I'm not sure that Red Bull's attitude would fit with Ferrari's attitude from that perspective. That's a very good point. That's that's point number one. Point number two is I I am I firmly believe people may not fully agree with me, but I firmly believe that 
both Mercedes and Ferrari, their top contenders. Ferrari is having a bit of a hard time right now, but they'll be back at the top at some point, we For know. Sure. Uh, and they don't want to have Red Bull, who can definitely make a faster chassis if they want. <laughs> you know, they've been proving... Uh, that they can be very fast and i don't think you want to give them an engine just from from a pure yeah. uh, competition perspective so no no you're right i think it, it, it wouldn't make sense i mean formula one is already like a very difficult sport and uh, next year once again i mean the fact that they're going to have uh, cost regulations uh, i mean ca cost caps i mean they can't spend more money than 145 million if i'm not mistaken so that would make their life even more complicated so it wouldn't make sense from a point of view of ferrari i think uh, they already need to develop their engine and and be fully focused on, on them. That brings me to the next point, which is how attractive is Formula One for, for, for new engine manufacturers? And we've got different positions on that. If we listen to, obviously that's not my opinion, you know, th this is team principal's opinion, is that Formula One, according to Abitbull, is not doing a good job enough of advertising the uh, their engines and the technology of their engines and therefore it's not attracting new engine manufacturers into formula one this is issue number one according to him and and, and issue number two is cost you know, those engines are incredible pieces of technology mm -hmm. uh, yeah. i mean look at how much horsepower they're developing with fairly fairly small engines yeah very true um, and yeah. uh and you know currently cost is a big issue attractiveness is a big issue i think formula one need to do something to attract to attract yeah. new engine manufacturers yeah once again very good point roman and the, the main issue is cost like you just said and on top of it uh, at the moment as everybody knows we have this uh COVID-19 crisis and it's, it's a very difficult time for, for any businesses and, and especially car manufacturers at the moment. They're losing a lot of money and developing the new engine, the V6 uh, hybrid 1.6 liter engines is of very, very costly. And if you look at the the money, the amount of money uh, Mercedes spent, uh, Ferrari and, and Renault, and let's not forget Honda that came back as, as we know. It took them a few years to come back and it's very very expensive and who else uh, will come in formula one uh, that that's a tough one maybe uh, Volkswagen what brand is difficult to say maybe Porsche maybe Lamborghini at the moment it's very uh, difficult to predict but but like you like you said something needs to to change for sure yeah definitely so the we know the new engine regulations are due I believe for 2026 yes. if I'm not mistaken so it's six years down the line now the question is is it too late uh, obviously, when yeah. that deadline was put together, uh, they did not anticipate COVID, the businesses suffering uh, due to that. This is not something that was anticipated. Could they review that date, bring it forward to change engine regulations and try and attract one or two new manufacturers into Formula One? Yeah, that, that could be an option. And I think it was this question was raised uh, yesterday or the, the, this week for sure. And they talked about it. And there's two problems in that. First of all, the people that already developed the engine, which is obviously Ferrari, uh, Renault and Mercedes, they spent so much money developing it. And now everybody's, okay, Mercedes still has a little bit of edge, but they're all fairly close. And none of them would agree to change the rules before 2026. I think it's not going to happen. So this, this brings uh, big problems, definitely. A big dilemma, we should say. But uh, at the same time, uh, the good news is that uh, other manufacturers that want to come in, they have more time to develop their engine. So we never know. Uh, things could evolve in, in a good way. And uh, it will all depend really if big groups, because I think if you look at Formula One, 
Renault uh, right now investing is the biggest car manufacturer in the world, or maybe the, the second biggest one. Obviously, Daimler with Mercedes is pretty big, and, and Ferrari, let's not even mention it, with, with Fiat. I mean, so obviously, it's huge manufacturers. So what could happen is definitely another big one, and Volkswagen could be the one coming yeah. in 2020. Yeah, so this is the one we talked about. Uh, Volkswagen or Porsche, those names are out there. Definitely, we'll have to see w w what happens. But uh, uh, exciting prospect for 2022. So many changes, unexpected changes in, in environment uh, related to COVID and cost caps, etc. So I think we'll have to stick there as all passionate we are about Formula One to find out whether our predictions are correct or not. But in any case, thank you so much, Henry. And thank you very much, Romain. Being here today. Always a pleasure. Thank you all so much for listening today. We hope you enjoyed that second episode of our new podcast from Dusk Till F1. Tune in next week for more and stay safe.